Welcome to the Becker's Ambulatory Surgery Center's podcast. I'm Laura Deirda, an editor at Becker's Healthcare, and I'm thrilled to welcome co-founders of the Center for Innovative GYN Care in Rockville, Maryland, Dr. Natalia Danilians and Dr. Paul McCool. I look forward to an engaging discussion with them both. And Dr. Danilians, you can kick it off. What are the most exci- what are you most excited about in the ASC space today? Yeah, you know, the most positive thing, um, especially during the COVID times, is, is that we were able to continue to offer surgeries to patients. We really did not close our doors at all during the pandemic um, because, you know, a lot of our patients suffer from conditions that can't wait. And although, you know, they're considered so, so elective surgeries, they're not really elective, right? These are not cosmetic surgeries. These are surgeries for fibroids, which are causing pain and bleeding, surgeries for endometriosis and other conditions that really cannot wait six months and eight months. And a lot of patients who were scheduled for surgeries with other providers who were only doing the cases at, at hospitals had to cancel the procedures and really have not been able to offer any surgeries until sometimes the new year. So that was really exciting to continue to provide great care to our patients and really not having to delay anyone or cancel anyone. That is great to hear. What do you consider some of the biggest challenges clinicians face when performing myomectomy? Sure. So myomectomy is removal of uterine fibroids, and these are non-cancerous tumors of the uterus, which is the womb. And a lot of times when we see fibroids, they're very large, right, requiring a removal. Traditionally, myomectomies or removal of fibroids are performed in inpatient settings. So they're performed in the hospital with large incision. Our techniques have allowed us to transfer these patients from the hospital into an ASC setting with doing minimally invasive myomectomies. So we're removing the same fibroids. Right, so we're not selecting the patients out. We're removing large fibroids, multiple fibroids, the same operation that normally and traditionally is still being done open. We're doing these procedures via minimally invasive approach because of our technique. And so we're allowing patients in an outpatient setting, going home the same day, and then also quicker recovery of about two weeks versus six to eight weeks. The key to performing these procedures is training. And really the limitation with general OBGYNs and also a lot of um, providers that are calling themselves specialists is really the lack of training in these techniques and not knowing how to perform this procedure correctly and safely. And so they're, they continue to do most of these procedures, most of these myomectomies open. We do these surgeries all the time, right? So our complication rates are very low because our volume or the number of cases that we're doing, the number of myomectomies we're doing are very high. And again, we're able to handle easy cases, but we're also able to handle very complicated cases and maintain low blood loss, right? Because that's very important in ASC setting. We're able to keep the incisions very low, complications low. And so we continue to successfully perform these cases at ASC. That's great to hear. And I'm wondering next, how does the laparoscopic approach to myomectomy help minimize complications and achieve positive outcomes for patients? Sure. So one of the common complications is excessive bleeding with myomectomy. Because the uterus is a very vascular structure, 
And so with large tumors and enlargement of this uterus, you have new blood vessels forming and larger blood vessels. And so the blood flow to this organ is going to be much higher. So during the surgery, potential for, for bleeding is higher. The techniques that we've developed of occluding, for example, uterine vessels during the procedure greatly minimize the bleeding during the surgery. Also, we have the ability to sometimes cut or ligate these vessels in a retroperitoneal space, again, keeping the incisions small and keeping the procedure minimally invasive, but at the same time, greatly controlling the bleeding. Another thing is you know, minimizing complications like injury to bowel or, or other surrounding structures with large fibroids or endometriosis, minimizing the injury to ureters. Again, that all comes down to the techniques, the retroperitoneal technique that's able to isolate and identify things like ureters, being able to safely take down the scar tissue in patients with large fibroids and prior surgeries, for example, or endometriosis, that all helps us minimize the complications. And the basis for that is, is experience. Because of the number of surgeries that we perform, that our surgeons perform, that really lowers the complication rate. Also, as far as you know, the incisions, there's less frequency of infection, for example, because the incisions are small. Of course, we're giving them antibiotics, which is you know, pretty standard, but also minimizing the time of surgery is another thing, right? So in terms of complications related to anesthesia and the duration of surgery, our surgeries typically take about an hour and a half, even for large complex myomectomies, which is very different than robotic or open procedures. Where is your center's biggest opportunity for revenue growth in the next two to five years? So I think GYN surgery actually is one of the most important and upcoming surgeries going into surgery centers. What we do specifically is um, using specialized techniques and procedures, removing hospitalized patients that would typically have surgery as either a robotic operation or an open surgery into a surgery center. So the techniques used actually allow patients to have a safe functional surgery in an ASC setting, which really is far more advantageous in a hospital, especially nowadays with COVID and all the issues going on with that. Also, it's more um, you know, intimate for the patient. It's a faster um, uh, you know, operation time. It's more uh, in tune with really um, the way GYN surgery can be done you know, using these types of approaches. Uh, the same can be said for other multi-specialty centers that are thinking about moving forward in the next five years with a new opportunity, which would actually be GYN. In addition, there's a fabulous um, opportunity for OBGYNs to think about bringing patients to an ASC. The Medicare and Medicare services have really allowed higher reimbursements for a lot of these cases in surgery centers. And that can be um, quite lucrative for the surgery center, and it really helps the business model and the financial aspect. So it's almost the new frontier for surgeries in the ASC setting, and really it has to be considered um, by surgery centers interested in that approach. And one more question for you, Dr. McCool. What is the payer landscape like in your market? Has it changed since the pandemic began, and what are you anticipating for 2021? Well, I mean, the payers, you know, that have gone through COVID, the payers really haven't been too affected by COVID at all. Uh, if you think about what COVID's done, it's, it's decreased surgeries. It's decreased, you know, billing to payers. 
now that surgery centers are becoming really the focus for major surgical GYN cases and other cases. So payers are more open to negotiations of contracts, getting cases into the surgery center versus the hospital. What's interesting is that the payers are beginning to realize, at least I believe so, that there's a way for them to decrease their costs and decrease their complications by getting patients to a practice like ours, for example, that uses very safe techniques and procedures in the surgery center setting. You know, a surgery center is cheaper for the payer. It's cheaper for the patient. It's really a great option all around. So it's a good way to go. The other thing that we're really trying to move into is getting patients away from cash-only procedures. So if you look at something like endometriosis, which in many ways is being run by a lot of doctors who will charge cash for the procedure, that is something we're really trying to get people away from. We can do the same type of operation in a surgery center using even better techniques, and that, of course, saves the patient a lot of money, and they can use their insurance. So again, these are the types of things that we're working on. And one of the things that spurs them forward is the types of technology and procedures that we're doing in the outpatient setting, the IVASC setting. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Daniel Jens and Dr. McCool. It's been a pleasure to speak with you both, and I look forward to continuing the conversation in the future.